The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Okay, we just finished up that uh, interview with Julia Wong. It was an investigation by Global News that shows about 200 complaints were filed by uh, Edmonton International Airport passengers about airport security. Now, again, that was over two years. So 211 complaints, and there was like 7.5 million passengers through there. But um, it, um, you know, a list of some of the things that people had concerns about. Christine Langlois is uh, Kat's uh, spokesperson and a senior media advisor as well. And uh, Christine joins us this afternoon. We wanted to talk about uh, a couple of other things with Christine as well. But, Christine, I have you here. First off, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Okay, first off, um, your response to um, Julia's report about these 211 complaints that had been filed um, regarding, you know, members of the Canadian Air Transport Security Authority at, at EIA. Yeah, no, we do take, um, for sure, Kansas' first priority uh, is security. So we want to make sure the traveling public is safe. Uh, but we also strive to maintain high levels of customer service and professionalism. It's part of what we do, really. Um, so as you said, it was 211 complaints, but there were at the same period 10 million passengers traveling. So across the country, generally speaking, uh, we have an average of one complaint for every 50,000 travelers. Mm-hmm. So in the end, it's a very small proportion. We can say that the vast majority of times things go very well. The other thing I could mention, too, is that about a third of complaints that we receive are substantiated. So when we, we review our video, when we because every complaint we do investigate seriously, um, we look at video, we sometimes interview the screening officers, the passengers, depending on what it is exactly, uh, and about a third are substantiated. So some of it actually isn't demonstrated to be uh, real in the end. I, I wonder sometimes if it's just perception. I mean, everyone, as I said, people communicate differently, right? And you could be the heightened, uh, you know, uh, you might be nervous, all of that sort of stuff. But as, uh, as some other people are saying, you know, even one is probably too many, but I understand that things happen. Can you tell us um, what would happen? I know that there is a formal process. You can go to the CATSA website and do it online. If if something were to happen while you were in uh, the security line at EIA that didn't sit well with you, mm-hmm. the traveling public, can can you at that moment ask to see a supervisor? Can you do something right at that moment, Christine? Yes, you can ask to see a supervisor for sure. Uh, one thing that you can do too, if you want to complain formally, as you were referring to, we have it on our website, so that's a possibility as well. And giving um, your information is kind of a first step for us to investigate, really, because we use these investigations to improve the system. We're really committed to improving constantly, right? Mm-hmm. And having a good uh, client service level is good uh, for the clients, but it's also good for us. It makes yeah, our yeah. job easier. Um, so those complaints are taken very seriously. And in some cases, after investigation, if we realize something can be done better, uh, we can change some procedures. I mean, for sure, we're still mandated to look for specific items, and these things won't change. Mm. Uh, but we can improve the um, sorry. <laughs> we can improve the, the the way we interact with people. Some in some cases, right? So it can be done. Um, an example of that that I would give maybe is about uh, uh, transgender people. So processes changed over time uh, because we got feedback from people and we. Strived to improve the way mm-hmm. uh, we did it. So 
that would be an example of that. Okay. Yeah. Well, there's always room for improvement. Doesn't matter what job mm-hmm. you're in, right? So, okay. Well, it's good to know that you you could also ask for a supervisor right there as well, because I don't think a lot of people even think about it. I think people are thinking, okay, I just I, I'm going to get through this and I'm going to get to my flight and just kind of move past it. So, yeah, yeah. Um, no, it's certainly a possibility. It, 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 for sure, if everybody does it, it slows things down. But if something really doesn't happen the way you think it should, yeah, it's a possibility. Okay. I uh, wanted to mention this as well uh, because it is uh, about to be busy time. If it's not already yeah. started uh, at the airports across the country, um, we know that um, there's so many travelers, uh, you know, going for holidays, heading home for Christmas, whatever it is. Katza has come up, uh, there's, there's a new app, it's called Breeze Through Security. Now, it doesn't get you through security necessarily any faster, like a Nexus card, but it gives you an idea of some, the, the, your, some of the things that you should probably know about presence, what you're allowed to take, what you're not allowed to take. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Absolutely. So the app can be uh, used on iPhone or Android uh, or your tablet if you want to as well. Uh, And uh, it's very useful to use. You get the wait time in real time in 14 Canadian airports, including Edmonton, including Calgary, including, you know, various airports across the country. Keep in mind that the time it gives you is the time needed to enter the checkpoint. So it doesn't include other steps you have to do at the airport, such as, for example, checking in with your airline, but it already gives you an indication. The other thing it gives you is a list of items. Uh, There's a little piece of luggage at the bottom of the app. If you type on it, you're going to get lists of items, and it's going to tell you if it should go in check luggage, Mm -hmm. carry-on, what are the restrictions or exemptions. Uh, And you can also type the name of a specific item and get, get the information. If you were to type, for example, cannabis because the regulation is yeah. new or recent I should say um, then you the app will tell you right away that it's allowed domestically you can fly you can have up to 30 grams of recreational cannabis with you or up to 150 grams if it's medical but you need to have your medical documentation mm-hmm. with you and the app would also tell you that you cannot cross international borders with cannabis even if you go to a location where it's allowed so it would give you all sorts of information like that uh, for example if you were to travel with sunscreen the app could tell you that sunscreen is allowed in carry-on in 100 millimeters or less container because it's part of the liquid and gel category. But if you have more than that, it's fine. Simply it has to go in your check luggage. Christine, what what recommendations um, would you give someone? if if they're, You talked about cannabis and the amount mm-hmm. that you're allowed to, to have and travel with if you're flying domestically. What if, mm-hmm. what if your plane um, ended up having to be, you know, detoured to America? What do you do at that point? <laughs> So what Global Affairs is telling us is that Canadians are responsible uh, of respecting the rules of the country they find themselves in, whatever the reason why they find themselves in that country. So Canadians are responsible for that. Oh, yeah. What does that mean, though? Like, I mean, if you have it in your carry-on and you end up and you go flush it in the toilet, what do you what do you do, Christine? I I, I won't tell you exactly okay. what to do. It's Global Affairs again. Okay. Uh, global Affairs is telling us that Canadians are responsible okay. of uh, respecting the rules of the country. So mm. if they find up so, themselves. Uh, in the U.S., they should respect the, the rules of the U.S. I would just suggest not traveling with it. Um, Christine, um, December 20th, expected to be the busiest day of the year at Edmonton International Airport, so prepare yourself. Um, and, you know, if, if anyone listening is traveling, so make sure you keep that in mind. The one thing I just have to say is I'm always amazed. I'm stunned when you guys roll out some of the um, the uh, items that have been seized uh, that people are trying to take through security. It's mind-blowing. So this app... This Breeze Through Security app is going to hopefully uh, limit 
those odd choices that people are trying to travel with. One thing I might precise, though, is that we don't seize items. We don't have that power. So sometimes when people uh, come to the checkpoint, if ever, despite their efforts to prepare, they find themselves with an item that doesn't travel, they remain in control of their item and they have options. That's right. So they could, for example, choose to go back to their car and place it yeah. in their car. Or they could go back to their airline desk and decide to check one more bag if they really want to have it at their destination. So there's different options to them, but it's it's um, but they remain in control of their item. Okay, so seize was the wrong word. I appreciate that. Christine Langlois joining us this afternoon. Thanks for fitting in time for us. I know you're traveling today. Appreciate it, Christine. Thank you for having me. Take care. That's a spokesperson from CATSA, Christine Langlois. The CATSA, C-A-T-S-A, Breeze Through Security App is what you might want to download if you're traveling. It's for iPhones and Androids. Just look for that. And keep in mind, again, Friday, December 20th, this Friday, forecast to be the busiest day of the year at the Edmonton International Airport at EIA. Keep that in mind. Check out the times, the waiting list. Give yourself lots of time to get through checking in, through going through security. And you know what? It's, it's such a great airport now. Tons of stuff to do once you get to the other side.